we have spoken about how Australia could somehow bring in the informed Cam Green for the T20 World Cup and the chance has presented itself in a golfing incident. Um, Josh Inglis is out and Australia have gone with a bold, very bold decision of replacing him with an all-rounder in Cam Green. That means Matthew Wade is the only wicketkeeper in the squad of 15 for a World Cup. And what could potentially go wrong there? Uh, let's um, jump straight to my co-host, Shabel. But before that, Hi, welcome mate. everyone to uh, another episode of the Crick Block Podcast. And as always with me, the delightful Shabel, who is smiling at this decision from Australia. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Shabel? Uh... Oh, mate, it's not like Australia to take a massive risk like this. Uh, but I, I just have this feeling now that Matt Wade's going to get injured in the first game or something. <laughs> oh, you, you called it. Uh, you called it already. Oh, no, no, no. That it happens because you only got the one keeper. Um, something oh, like that is bound does, to happen, does, isn't does it? Does that mean but, we might see we might see David Warner uh, putting on the gloves again? <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, then you completely write us off after that. Um, but, yeah, look. Oh, I, I, I'm not surprised Green is in the squad now. Like I was waiting for it. Like the only way he was going to get in was an injury. But if it was a keeper that got injured, you'd think someone like Ben McDermott would be drafted in or something like that. But I think they were just desperate to get him in. Yeah, <laughs> so much they, so that they'll go in with one keeper. Absolutely, they were just. The, the, who knows? Even if like whether it's a golfing incident or what. <laughs> in the end, um, they were a hand, Australia. A hand injury playing golf. Yeah. Um, well, stranger things have happened before. Um, you never know. Um, but you know, it's it's a very positive chance for Cam Green now, and you know the overall dynamic of the Australian squad is now going yeah. to change as to where Cam Green fits in, uh, whether he's you know even starts in the playing eleven straight away, or because mm. certainly Josh Inglis wouldn't have maybe started in the playing 11 straight away. So where where does Cam Green fit in? Because Aaron Finch is now again in form, you know, scoring those 50s. Then obviously you've got David Warner. Um, Aaron so, Finch in form? Well, I don't know about that. Well, not in form, but he's, he's been steady. He hasn't been that poor, um, especially at least in the warm-ups. Um, so yep. where do you think Cam Green fits in? Yeah. <sighs> Probably not in the first 11, I don't think, because has he played a, a match for Australia in the middle order? don't think he has. And uh, if you want to go into a World Cup with this guy, as talented as he is, playing his first game in the middle order in a World Cup game, it's a bit of a risk. I think Stornis has been pretty good in the lead up to this, uh, uh, to the World Cup. He took some wickets against England. He hit runs at a quick pace. Um yeah, probably Cam Green might have to just bide his time maybe in the early stages and then see if there's an opportunity that uh, opens up for him potentially. Absolutely. And um, what what do you think overall about this Australian squad now that there's no backup keeper? Do you it's think there's a, it's a high risk? It is, of course. It's a high risk, no doubt about it. Um, so just to clarify, if, if, if a player gets injured in a World Cup, can you bring a replacement in um, into the squad? I think, I think from the reserves you can. Um, oh, they, from the reserves, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's too risky for me. You need to have a reserve keeper just in case something happens, you know. So, 
So out of that, out of that squad of fifteen now, who are the four? Mm. Who are the four who don't play? So obviously you got you know some maybe Cam Green doesn't play or you know Kane Richardson sits out. Kane Richardson got a set out for me. Yeah. Um, Tell I you what, Green, it's, a, it's a pretty Green good squad. Sit out. It is a good squad. That's why I've got them to win it. Uh, who who else? Remind me who else is on the uh, reserve. You've well, got Agar, Ashton Agar. Ashton Agar. There's Steve Smith. Um, you can't call him reserve, but he mm. doesn't fit in your T Twenty. Um, everyone. No, knows that. those four players that those four players wouldn't fit into my first eleven because you would think Marcus um, Stone is even though I love start. I think so. I think so. Um, he's been good. He, yeah, I, I don't think we would have won it without Marcus last year, and he's been in pretty good touch the last series coming into the World Cup. And so will Mitchell Marsh. Yeah. Mitchell Marshall three. Um, so tell you where, what, where do you fit Green? First game against New Zealand at Sydney. It's going to be really interesting. Eleven, um, which gets onto yep. the field and yeah, uh, you know, just fingers crossed the weather holds up. It's been rubbish in Sydney, so um, there's the the threat of rain over the weekend. Um, Saturday doesn't look great. Um, looking at four to eight millimeters. In the day in Sydney, that's not too bad. Uh, with ninety percent chance though of rain. Hopefully, it eases in the evening. Fingers crossed, because it's a sellout crowd. Yeah, and and, and and perfect segue into my next question. Um, India versus yeah. Pakistan on Sunday doesn't look good. Doesn't um, look good. Melbourne doesn't look good either. Eighty percent chance of rain and sellout crowd. MCG. The stage is set. Um, hopefully, at least we get a game. Even if it's like a smaller rain-reduced game, hopefully we get a game. Hopefully it's a good one. Yeah. Look, according to the Bureau of Meteor- Meteorology, uh, it says here it's 10 to 20 millimeters for the day. That's significant. But they say it's most likely in the morning and early afternoon. So hopefully most of the rain is in the morning and early afternoon. And then by the time the evening comes, there's a game on. But it's not looking very, um, it's not looking very promising. I do remember the 2019 World Cup there was a big threat of rain in, was it Manchester for the India-Pakistan yep. game? And they were able to get a game in there. We had the row hit 100 and all that. So fingers crossed something similar here because there's some really big games and it's a really interesting tournament. I just hope the weather doesn't spoil it. Absolutely. And what an interesting tournament it has been till now. I've loved um, it. I've loved it, man. It's, it's been, been so been awesome. It's been absolutely brilliant. And especially that Group B Um is Even group at, A, group A is interesting. Absolutely, now too, group, because, group A, you know, tied um, between all three teams, and now even Namibia and UAE going head to head, where UAE correct. could pretty much play spoilsport for Namibia. And um, UAE have put 148 on the board right now. That'll be a tough chase. Yeah, it, it will be in such a crunch game, mm. I think. Um, but yeah. you know, all credit to Namibia; they have shown really good fight in this tournament. They've you know oh, yeah. done the hard yards, um, and and they have like. I don't. I don't even know why TV. You know why the me- media calls them minnows anymore. Minnows, like yeah. Word. I think it's just uh, it's it's written by someone who doesn't know a lot. Yeah, I think they just see all the word Namibia. Oh, minnows. Yeah, they haven't bothered to do a bit of research into what they've done and uh, how where they've played. Um, in recent years, in particular, that they've been a team that's well and truly on the rise. Um. I followed them closely in this tournament. I felt they've been a bit flat since the big Sri Lanka win. It's it's hard to follow up such an emotionally driven win like that, and then keep up your your performance. Yeah. Yep. 
I think against the Netherlands, they didn't get their batting order right. And then in this game, they've been a bit flat as well. So they've got to, they're going to have to bat well uh, I'm, to chase I'm just, this. I'm just thinking who I'm going to watch on Sunday when I go to the game at, at Hobart, at Blunston, um, against yeah. Sri Lanka, because Sri Lanka is going to be there playing as the Group A winners. So they play the Group B runners-up. So I'm just thinking who it's going to be. It's at, at the moment, tell you what, it's... it's I don't. I can't pick a team. Sri Lanka are not certain to finish top. If Namibia win, they'll finish top. I think. Don't they have a better net run rate? Yeah, that's true. Actually, actually, that's true. I'll have to check um, the net run my rate. Apologies. My apologies. No, that's yes. all good. Namibia's net run rate is one point two seven seven, and yeah, Sri Lanka is zero point six six seven. So pretty much for Netherlands, yeah. actually, um, Namibia has to lose. But if that's Namibia right. win, yes. then Namibia go top. That's um, right. Yep. Then they'll go into Australia's group. Yeah, that's right. And mm. Sri Lanka might finish, you know, will finish second and then go into the um That's right. The India, Pakistan, Bangladesh yep. and South Africa group. That's which an is, Asia Cup group. Yeah. That, that's going to be really interesting. That that's <laughs> yeah. going to be, you know, yeah. one of the t- most tightest um World Cup groups that we have seen so far in all the editions. Yeah, of, absolutely. Of that, that's that is a group group of death, that one. Mm, if that and, happens. And what what do you make of um, Group B, uh, where all the four teams, West Indies, haven't lived up to their name yet? You know they have been a bit choppy, and um, yeah, so have other teams as well. Other uh, with predictions last week, I sort of looked at that group and I said any two of those teams can finish in the top four. Uh, sorry, any two of those teams can finish uh, in the top two. Um, I was worried about the West Indies. They started terribly. I thought they were awful against Scotland. I I was sitting watching that game and thinking the lack of application with the bat and the blank expressions on the bench. And I'm like, do you actually care? I know it's a very harsh thing to say, but I was thinking, do you care? Do you, you know, do you want this? You know? And then I, I saw the emotion. I saw the emotion in the Zimbabwe game and how hard they fought in that match. Um, and then the relief when they won it. So I think doesn't look good in Hobart weather-wise, does it, tomorrow? It looks a bit, no, it doesn't. A bit dodgy. It, it's, it, it looks cloudy. Um, um, yeah, the, apparently there's rain forecast tomorrow in Hobart. I, I don't know how much. Um, slight chance of rain. Um, if I could just quickly bring up the weather app. It, it says late showers yeah, developing well, in the late afternoon and evening. So what's them. the... Yeah, no, neither do I. But what's the first game tomorrow? I'm having a look here. I think it's West Indies Island first, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I think so. Yeah, it um, is. Um, I'll go the West Indies in that, even though Ireland, fantastic yeah, win yesterday. Yeah, I'll go West Indies as well. Um, But how good were Ireland against Scotland? Superb. But uh, I expect West Indies to win that game. And then Scotland, Zimbabwe. If that's a washout... Then I think Scotland will go through because they've got the better net run rate. Yeah, significant. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. But a fascinating group, and 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 it's winner. Each winner tomorrow goes through pretty much. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. Awesome. And, um, before we speak more on the World Cup and all the mm. all the other happenings in cricket, I want to I want to just point out what Mitchell Stark um said the other day about the run out at the non-strikers and mm. I'm sorry to be bringing this up again, but <laughs> I think we need to address this. And he pretty much said, mm. why not take it out of the hands of interpretation and make it black and white? And then 
I he couldn't be more wrong. It is black and white. It is black and white that you can run out the bat. Yeah, it is black know, and white. It is. It is in ink. It is. It is in the laws. Um, yeah. How about if the, you just if the guy's out of his the crease? Then yeah, you can run him out. That's it's black and white. I think yeah, he's talking uh, about the controversy around it. Um, but then there's another. That's another thing to check every ball. Uh, uh, exactly, becomes, and there's no. Becomes a lot. Uh, yeah, there is controversy only because some faction of the cricketing community thinks that it's wrong. Well, it's not wrong. Um, we have mm. said this time and again that only because those you know who try to take the moral high ground think mm. because they have been taught in certain way doesn't make it right. Yeah. Um, Asha Bogle the... put it. Um... He, sorry to interrupt, but he put it perfectly. I listened to his interview on The Great Cricketer. Yeah. I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to it. I was yet. just it was halfway such, through it. Yeah. Such a good interview. But he said, look, if that's your belief, so be it. But don't force your uh, belief on me. Absolutely. Um, so spot on. And and this is nothing to do like, then, you know, people could very well say, oh, but what about you, you know, forcing your belief? It's not a belief. It's a law. It's a law within the game, which we are trying. It's a fact. Whereas yep. what you are, you know, what the other people are basing on, basing it on, is not a fact. It's just your morality. Perception, that, yeah. Perception, what perception. spirit of cricket is. Mm. Um, so again, this sort of um, topic keeps coming up because cricketers <laughs> keep making the wrong statements, and you know, um, I don't know how, I think ma- how eventually much it's going to last. Down the line, it won't be a controversial issue anymore. Everyone will, will uh, come around to it. It's just, it's controversial at the moment, but it won't be for much longer, I think. Yeah. And interesting, actually, this also brings me to sort of a new type of segment that I, I would love to sort of um, go ahead with on, on the podcast is mm. throughout the week, cricketers make different kinds of statements to give different <laughs> kinds of news. Yeah. Um, so I want to go through a couple of statements quickly okay. and get your thoughts. I, I like it. Um, I like it. One is Mark Wood. Um, in an interview recently, he said, my role isn't to try and go for five, six and over. It's to try and get good players out. Um, mm-hmm. I like that statement. Um, good pretty, statement. It's, it's pretty ambitious. Um, what, what do you make of Mark Wood? He's like been him. really good in the T20s, mm. consistently bowling 150s. Yeah. Um, do you think he... Will get good players out. He yeah, will, will he be that effective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed in that Australia series previously. When you have that sort of pace, you're always a factor. And uh, I consider him to be one of those those surprise packets in this tournament where you know you, people are a bit asleep on him at the moment. I feel yeah, he he could be the guy that can get some big wickets for England uh, with some sheer pace. England play in Perth on Saturday against Afghanistan. If Mark Wood lines up for that game, that's going to be tough. For the Afghanistan players to deal with um, very quick. Um, he turned that first T20 against Australia in Perth a couple of weeks back uh, with his pace and his ability to take wickets when the team needs it. So I agree with him. I think England got to use him as a, a wicket-taking option. No point trying to use him as a, as a bowler who can keep the runs down. Nah, it's not his role. Absolutely. And What do you think? I think y- yeah, well, I, I, you're 100% right. Um, yeah. You know, he's definitely he, – he, he might go for runs. Um, yeah. You know, given he goes, he has 24 balls to bowl, um, he'll try to bowl those at 
as much pace as he can and yeah. he might he might sort of go um here and there for a for a couple of balls and he'll he'll get smacked but i think he'll he'll come good and he has been really good for england in the last few months and in the last few years so um yeah i yeah. think it's going to be really exciting to see him on aussie pitches um second statement um from aussie wicketkeeper matthew wade when you go in feeling like every tournament is your last it's funny how open minded it makes you mm-hmm. what do you make of it is that oh, where okay. that sort of last year's last year where we saw matthew wade sort of just opening up and playing yeah. really free cricket agree with that yeah yeah it's like you've got nothing to lose just give it your best shot um and leave nothing on the field i think it's a good attitude to have and it's true you know you, you, you know if you're thinking oh it's my last tournament oh i need to and you start to feel nervous and oh, you're not going to do well but i think in that sort of situation you go let's just let's just give it our best shot it's the last time um you know, I, I don't want to leave with any regrets, so I'll just back myself. That's why Matt Wade could have a big, uh, a big tournament again, hopefully. Absolutely, good to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, coming back to the World Cup, mm-hmm. Australia, England, quick predictions. Is it New Zealand this week? Or oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, New Zealand, Australia. I'll go Australia. Um, hopefully we'll get a result, but I'll go Australia. I don't, I just don't think New Zealand have nailed playing on these pitches against us. So I'll go the Aussies. Yep. Yep. Same what about, what me. about yourself? Same, same, same with me. You? Yeah. Pretty, yeah. I think it's a no brainer. Um, oh, I don't know about no brainer. New Zealand, Australia been a bit shaky. Australia been a bit shaky. Uh, I mean, it's a world we've been, cup. We've been, we've, Let's we've be been honest. bottling chases and all that. Yeah, you're it's right. It's a world cup. Been, maybe it's the pessimist speaking yeah. in me um but yeah you're right it is a world cup now but um i, I wouldn't write that's, new zealand off yet that's actually an indian fans job to be to be <laughs> pessimistic true it shouldn't be the job of an aussie heading into a world cup but um we've just australia been bottling some chases it includes that warm-up game against india as well uh, it's just something to get right for the tournament but yeah uh, hopefully it's a good game absolutely and um india pakistan yeah What's your pick Hopefully the game goes ahead. If it does, probably be a shortened game. I'll look at which team has more power hitters. Okay, India. Um, so we get a full game. I'm looking at a few key battles here. I'm looking at uh, India's start in the power play versus Pakistan's start in the power play. So can Pakistan get some early wickets against India? Um, you know, Rohit and KL Rahul opening partnership is going to be critical. And then, of course, the Pakistan opening partnership. How big can how big can that partnership be? And more importantly, how quickly can they score their runs? And then can the Pakistan bowling all rounders, Muhammad Nawaz, who's been excellent with the bat, shut up Khan, can they provide impact in the middle as well? And can Pakistan take advantage of the absence of Jasprit Bumrah at the death? These are the questions that um that I'm looking forward to seeing answered. Fingers crossed that um the weather's kind enough in Melbourne on Sunday night because it promises to be a very, very, very good game. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's not like the UAE where maybe the toss has uh, uh, such a significant factor. It's sort of like you bat first in, in Melbourne. You probably have the advantage, but you still have to bat well. And um, I look forward to this game. I don't know. what. How are you feeling as a as an Indian fan right now? Yeah, look, I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 percent confident, but there is some 
sort of um positivity in in my in my mind and in my heart saying that they will get the yeah. job done this time um it's um it's definitely with the with the statement of the ACC president it's definitely sort of um it's the game's fuel tensions a bit doesn't it yep, yeah yeah uh, we we won't mm. go we won't go into too much uh detail in on on that but it's um yeah i think i think india might just you know push themselves ahead this time yeah it will be interesting game fingers crossed it goes ahead um speaking of this t20 world cup i just want to say one thing that if some franchises around the world don't look at some of these associate players then got some rocks in their heads don't they there's yeah. some absolute crackers um and i've just been fascinated by this tournament um, who's impressed you um i think most of the namibian squad um yeah. but what what's impressed me most is their feeling the feeling by namibia especially you know their captain their, their, their captain how good is he in the field he Goodness. is absolutely <laughs> rocket in 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 the field and um mm. the way they were throwing themselves around the other day against netherlands um you know did not sort of um did not let the game lose until right until the very end and you know got the pretty much got three four week three wickets um yeah. back to back it, it was you know, i think most of them know what the sport now sort of means you know to the team to the nation mm. and i think hopefully hopefully they build on this and they they go places in the future absolutely absolutely i, I look at Basta lady as well from 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 Netherlands what a cricketer he is like the value that he can give you at the top uh with the bad <laughs> as a bowler as well uh brilliant um yeah I've I've ever been impressed with UAE's death bowlers I've been imp- impressed with their that spinner that they've got um the leg spinner I don't know how to pronounce his is I think it's Mayapan yep. Kartik Mayapan um Absolutely outstanding that hat trick against Sri Lanka. It's just these memorable moments oh, that just tell you that these that, teams that hat trick ball, that hat trick ball, is one of the most it? satisfying balls to bowl. How as good! That's that's perfect. You cannot get more perfect than that. And just it just tells me that these teams don't get to play higher ranked opposition regularly. The fact that they come here and they put on such a good show straight away just goes to show the potential that we've got in world cricket. Absolutely. Um, We've got too many boards, unfortunately, that are very, very short-sighted. Um, we've got an ICC that's probably run by some cricket boards rather than them running the game, um, which which hurts in a way because you know cricket can be more global sport where you can get more countries involved uh, more regularly. Uh, as this tournament has showed, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed this week and. And, and thought with Netherlands at the moment, they're they're really pushing for a UAE win. It's 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 something quite remarkable that Netherlands could have sat top of the group heading into today, and that a defeat would mean that they likely miss out of the Super Twelve. So massive run chase for Namibia now. How they deal with the pressure will be interesting. Absolutely, and it's going to be really interesting chatting about the World Cup more on this podcast with you, Shabel. And of course, it's been it's been really lovely. Um, chatting about it so far and i hope i hope we get to do that um lots more with this world cup 
proving to be such a cracking tournament already. But it's just been a special week. Like it's just seeing these teams, these cricketers on the global stage, but, but you know, not only just making up the numbers, but challenging, you know, West Indies and Sri Lanka smashed by uh, Scotland and Namibia. So it's really, really great. Quickly, um, before we touch on our takes um, yeah. yep. for for this week, Pat Cummins has been named as the Australian ODI captain. What's your take on that? It surprised me. Uh, I, I did hear him during the week talking about a, like a committee or um, something like that. So he's not going to play every one day. Um, just to give you a picture, right? The World Cup final is November the 13th. Yep. Australia play a one-day series against England starting November the 17th. So the schedule is pretty unforgiving. Uh, I don't know how many test matches Australia play next year, but I know it's a lot because we've got Ashes, Tour of India. Um, there's uh, the home tests as well at the start of the year. How many one days is Pat Cummins actually going to be available for between now and the World Cup? Tell you what, they have be- to manage his load pretty well. He won't play in all of the games, and I wouldn't be surprised if he only plays in one or two of them <laughs> in the whole year because there's the IPL there as well, and then there's all the test matches and all that sort of stuff. Um, they've just they've put him as the leader for the World Cup next year, um, yeah. and I think I, I personally would have gone Alex Carey full time, full time because of the availability factor. Um, I wrote a piece just after Aaron Finch retired on on some contenders for the uh for the position and I thought Alex Carey looked the best for the role. They're going Cummins and um he won't play a lot, I don't think. And we'll see what happens in next year's World Cup. Yeah. Moving on. Well, what did you think as well? I just wanted to get your thoughts. Um were you well, surprised uh, or I I was surprised. I was surprised. Mm. I I wouldn't have gone with Pat Cummins. I you know even though I love him to bits. Um he he's a wonderful my... cricketer. Yeah. It wouldn't be my first pick for for ODI, you know, a format which is now pretty much, you know, it's in the background, isn't it? It's in the background. I was even thinking, is what could possibly be done to sort of get the ODI format sort of up and running again? But you know, someone suggested a few years ago, I think it was Tendulkar or someone that play the ODIs just like you play the Olympics, you know. You know, once every four years, just play the World Cup, um, play a few ODIs before that, and and that's mm. it. Uh, you play T20s all across. You focus on Test yeah. match, and you know, yeah. Um, something's yeah. got to give eventually, doesn't it? It's, exactly. It's the T20 internationals and the ODIs and the Tests. It can't all go together with all these T20 leagues that are coming out as well. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so coming back to Pat Cummins, I think I think he, as you said, he might not even end up playing most of the ODIs that Australia play, but you know, time will tell. Yep. And just a, an update: Namibia a ten for one after two overs have lost the wicket early. <laughs> the game yeah. is well and truly on. I thought this week, Nash, with given how well the associates have gone. Uh, it's been awesome to see them perform well in this tournament so far. I thought we'd do a, a world 11, the T20s from players from associate nations. Yep. Um, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to showcase some of these players and the talent that they've got. Did you settle on an 11? Um, not really. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> I'm still contemplating, but I wanted to go first. 
You want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pressure's on. Um, I'm I'm not 100% certain on a few positions because it's hard to fit certain players in. Um, I, I will go George Munsey at the top for Scotland. And, and the reason I do that is um, out of players from Scotland who have a, a, at least 100 runs in T20s, George Munsey's striker at 143, 144 is way ahead. Let's go George Munsey. Now, his opening partner, I was thinking Max O'Dowd from Netherlands. He's he, I think we'll complement Munsey really well. Tony Ura from PNG. He's got a wonderful record. He's a fantastic player for them. I'll show my PNG neighbors some love. Let's go, T, uh, let's go Tony Ura from PNG. Best delayed at three. Uh, that's a no-brainer for me. All-round option. I've got to pick a keeper in this side. It's not easy, uh, but... Uh, I'll go Scott Edwards. He's he's very good in the uh, one day stuff. Um, I'll go with him as as the leader. I think he's a good captain and he's a good keeper and he's a good bat as well. Let's go to him at four. Go David Visa at five. Zishan Maksud from Oman. He was the associate player of the year last year. Brilliant player. Also gives me a bowling option. Jan Freilink and JJ Smith at seven and eight. They offer me some hitting, and they offer me uh, left-arm bowling options. Sandy Blamachane from Nepal. He's got some issues going on in his personal life, but he's a wonderful bowler. Go with Sandy Blamachane. Now, I need a death bowler or two. So I was thinking Paul Van Meekwin from the Netherlands or Ali Khan from USA. That was one I was stuck on because I want Zahur, Zahur Khan from the UAE there as well. His ability to hit a Yorker is out of this world. I got Ali Khan because of the. I got Ali Khan. He's got a little bit more experience and pedigree, I think. Um, and maybe Paul Van Meekeren is 12 men or something like that. But I think it's a good team. I've got a lot of bowling options. I've got uh, players who can set up a platform for me and then players who can finish. Now, are we picking the 11 sort of in the last two years or. Current, current players. Are we not counting? Okay. All right. Current players. Oh, it's going to be difficult. Um, what are you thinking past as well? Well, not, not really. I'm just thinking how, well, how far behind do we go? Um, but anyway, let's, I'll, I'll try my yeah. best. Players who are playing currently. Let's just say that. Yep. yep. Um, I'll start with Max O'Dowd. Um, yep. Just like you. I'll start, I'll go with Tony. Um, uh, Ura as well from PNG. Yep. He's been pretty good. Yep. Um, I'll actually pick Erasmus as my captain. Um, I've solid. I've really loved his feeling, and he he's, he's a terrific a player. He brings mm. a lot to the table. Um, I'll go with Munzi as well. Um, this is yep. not in no particular order, so I'll go with Munzi. That's four. Scott Edwards five. David yep. Beasley six. Yep. Um, Sandeep Lamichani seven. Yep. Um. Ali Khan, eight from US. Um, yep. Esan Khan from Hong Kong. Um, good call. Good cricketer. Yeah. Got an, you know, got a good average. Got a few, you know, got a got good amount of wickets in the last couple of years. Uh, good player. Um, he. This is where it sort of gets tricky, but I don't know. Do we? You know, um, Frylink. I'll go with Frylink from Namibia. Mm. Um, 
he he's been he's been good. He's been averaging sort of 18, 19, you know, sort of has 30, 35 wickets in the last couple of years. Gives you good value with bat and ball. Exactly. How many, how many is the how many is that? That's nine, I think. Nine. Oh, got two more. Um I'll go with JJ Smith. Um and then I'll I'll go with um you can go with Paul Van Maker and Junaid Siddiqui from UAE. Oh, I'll um, I, I'll actually go with Sahul Khan as well. Um, yeah, he's been good. And um, yeah. I, I I was sort of thinking whether do whether we well we can't. I don't want to disrespect anyone. But we can't really count Ireland or Zimbabwe as associates. No, they're not. They're not associate nations. So, so um, count them. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it could have been a good team. Oh, it is a good team already. Um, uh. I think this team is a good one, good balance in it. Um, well, I, I actually was even thinking of picking Dependra Irie from Nepal, who has been. I was thinking him as well. Really He's a good, good player in the last couple of years. Um, you know, averaging Absolutely. 40, 45 for for the team, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's really sad to see Nepal not reaching these tournaments. Um, I know. You know, as as we the should... potential that they've got. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But yeah. They could be the, the sort of next Afghanistan, can't they? Sort of that team that can rise quickly. Yep. Um, all right. Another episode done. Another um, week of World Cup cricket to come ahead. And really looking forward to discussing this and talking about the World Cup. Hopefully the India-Pakistan match goes ahead. Hopefully the Australia-New Zealand match goes ahead in Sydney. Um, the rain doesn't... Hopefully that rain doesn't play spoil sport and we get to discuss lots and lots more cricket um next week so keep listening and thank you shabel for having a chat with me um on our podcast and hopefully we get to watch cricket in the coming week thank you thank you everyone